Good afternoon, everybody. The Hiking Swede coming at you. I hope you're all having a wonderful Thursday, August 9th. Um, I just haven't got out and done much here in Texas lately. The weather's been shit, 100 degrees every freaking day. And if you know me, I don't like to hike in the... I don't get out when it's that hot. I can't take Nico out with my dog, and it just gets too hot. So... But um, today I kind of wanted to talk about one of my favorite hiking spots in the whole country. And that just happens to be Mount Rainier National Park. Um, when I was stationed at Fort Lewis there, I mean, I must have spent every weekend that I possibly could up at the, the mountain there. Uh, we, uh, <coughs> we would usually go in on the west side to, up to Paradise. Uh, sometimes we would actually I've never been on the east side going into it, but I did come out of the east side once It was quite beautiful and spectacular, but you know whenever I go up there. We always you know we spend the first 20 minutes driving <coughs> Because in my opinion, it's still beautiful, but you actually don't get to see the mountain or anything till you get up there and it's cool because I remember that I don't remember the name of the bridge, but there's a past you or a road you take there's only one road up and as you're heading up the road, you're going to go over a bridge. But on the straightaway, you look over a gully and you can see a, a lookout observation, which way you're going to go to. But to your left, you see this quality great glacier, which ultimately is Mount Rainier. And, if you, and on a good day, if there's no clouds, you can see the actual mountain. It's when there's clouds, and all you can do is see a huge sheet of ice and... You can see the uh, mountain glacier there that flows into the Squally River. That river is fast moving and obviously freezing. But <coughs> when you get up to, when you get past that, then you get up to one of our favorite camping places, and that's Cougar Pass. Cougar Pass sits back in the woods. It's on in the Squally River, well, sort of. It's across the road. But uh, you get up there and it's uh, primitive camping. I spent numerous nights up there camping in the area. It's just it's a gorgeous spot that uh, I, I would I would definitely recommend it to anybody who wants to do some night or just camping. And then if you want to walk over to the Squally, I mean it's a stone's throw away, and you can hike all around there. And <coughs> we used to go up there and we'd uh, have a nice bonfire and on Friday. And then Saturday, we'd spend all day rappelling, climbing, hiking. Um, I had some friends brave enough to venture into the squally. Now that I look back on that shit, that was dangerous. I mean, that river is flowing sometimes, and like I said, it's cold. I mean, it's coming straight off the glacier. So talk about mountain fresh spring f or glacier-fed water. Yeah, you got it. So... But I would definitely recommend uh, Cougar Pass for anybody that wants to go camping. If you continue up that road, um, not much farther, you're going to hit some waterfall that you can actually, uh, you can stop. And it's a beautiful waterfall, but it's not to the Squally River that you're actually going to uh, uh, see. I'm trying to find the, uh, the actual, I don't even have it here trying to load something up so I can talk at the same time, but where the heck is... The road you're going to go on to is called uh, Paradise Ranger Station, and there's the road I'm looking at, but obviously you can't see it. 
So yeah, you're going to go past, uh, it's called Narada Falls. That's what I'm looking at. Narada Falls is just an absolutely gorgeous spot to stop. And you can walk, I mean, you can stand on top of the waterfall, the parkway and the roadway are right there. So it's just absolutely beautiful. And they actually have a bridge that goes over the river. And then you can see the waterfall and you look down and you see stuff that people have lost or thrown over. It's pretty cool. And then if you, uh, <coughs> there's a couple ways down to uh, Paradise River is actually the name of the river I'm looking at. <coughs> and if you look down, you can find ways down to that river. You can hike around down there too. It's just gorgeous. But then if you continue uh, upwards on Paradise Road, you're going to go through a winding, definitely a winding road. And uh, once you get up to Paradise, it's the name of the uh, ranger station, and there's actually a hotel up there. And I've never personally stayed there, but it's absolutely breathtaking up there. And whenever you're up there, I mean, there's going to be snow up there. And if you're up there in the winter months, I mean, they have tunnels that go into the hotel. But while you're up there, you also have the Henry M. Jackson Visitor Center. It's something I definitely recommend looking at. You can go on there, and they actually, from there, on a very perfect day, you can see the top of the mountain. And then they got hiking trails. They got the popular skyline trail that'll take you around the kind of the, the perimeter of the mountain. And they got that's got some climbing routes that start there. And then at the other end of the parking lot, before you start away from Paradise, they got what's called Myrtle Falls. Myrtle Falls is a nice little small river, <coughs> but um. <coughs> On one side of what's called Paradise Valleys, you're going to have the Paradise Ranger Station and all that stuff. Across the valley, you're going to have some beautiful hiking. And um, that's actually where we did a lot of our rappelling and rock climbing over there. There's a little parking lot. It's not too far off. the. It's right off the road. But there's a beautiful cliff right there that's probably 700 feet tall. And we used to rappel off of that all the time. And then there's a nice little hiking route back up to the top. I mean, it takes you probably five minutes tops. So <clears throat> it's just it's another cool place to visit. <laughs> and if you stay on the Paradise Road, you're going to actually wind your way around through some, some of the mountain areas. You're going to see Reflection Lake, which is a beautiful small little lake. You're going to see Luo, Lu, Louisa Lake. I can't pronounce that right now. But Louisa Lake is a nice little lake. And then you just continue on, and you're going to eventually end yourself on the other side of the mountain. Like I said, I've only been there once, so I can't speak too intelligently about it. But I do know that it's not as woodsy as the side I'm used to. It's um, got a lot of more barren, more rocks. Another place that we like to visit is actually you can't go in through that way. You have to go in through uh, the Pialop Road. And it's going to be, I can't think in the, um, I'm looking here. Um, it looks like you're going to be on Highway 165, and you're going to go through Fairfax area. Now, this area is, I highly recommend. If you want some privacy and see Mount Rainier and actually the, the Washington Forest at its finest, this is a, a definitely a day drive and where it takes you is absolutely breathtaking so you're gonna if you're gonna uh, you're gonna look let's see i'm trying to 
get an idea. I know you're going to go past like Carbondano, but I don't remember the. It's been years since I've been out there. But I do know that you want to get on the Fairfax. You want to go across the Fairfax Bridge, and I'll tell you why. Now, here's the thing. So the Fairfax Bridge is a, it's a it's like a suspension bridge. It's just it's it's a one lane bridge, and I think on the on the underside there's like three support beams. It's a it's a we used to rappel off of it. It's about 150 foot down to the Fairfax River. Now, if you're real adventurous, <laughs> I mean, not too far from that bridge is Melmont Ghost Town Hike. Now, that's something that I've never done, but I, I know it's out there. So, if you take time at the Fairfax Bridge, there's a couple places to park along the way, just outside the bridge. Like I said, it's a one-lane bridge. So, if you continue on, it's what's known as... Mowich Lake Road or Highway 165. <laughs> if you continue on that road, you're going to go through forest and you're going to parallel the Fairfax River. And it's sad to say, but if you're heading into the Mount Rainier National Park on your right hand side, just surrounded by values and valleys, and what you're going to see is just an abundance of clear cut. <laughs> it's, it's kind of devastating, but I understand the economic growth that's going on. Um, but just as you pass over the bridge, probably a good couple miles, you're going to come across another ghost town called Melmont. Oh, excuse me, it's the same one. It's the Melmont ghost town. But it sits back in that area there. It looks like it's about, oh, maybe a couple hundred yards off of the, off of the actual road. Now, you're going to be on Blacktop, a little bit past the bridge, but then once you get past the bridge, it's going to be gravel. So if you continue on that road, um, Highway 165, again, you're going to be parallel on the river. Some points you can't see it and some points you can. But once you get down there, you're going to end up at a beautiful lake. And believe it or not, you're still going to be in Mount Rainier National Park because you're going to pass the Carbon River Ranger Station. And that's the river, I believe they changed the name, huh? Um, that's the river that you're going to be paralleling. <coughs> Excuse me there. But you're going to come in, you can take that road all the way to the Carbon River Rail Forest Trail. And that's the west boundary of Mount Rainier National Park. And you can take that, and you know, you could hike, I mean, you can literally hike for for days in there but if you hike into like a southeasterly direction from there a good distance it definitely looks like and I'll actually give me a second here I'm, I'm trying to talk and I'm looking at the map to uh excuse me recant my memories here but if you're gonna like for instance from the bridge you know from the bridge oops to uh well to the base of the mountain you know, you're looking at a good 10 miles as the crow flies. Okay, but once you're in there and you're going to, once you're in that forest and you're hiking around, and the one place you can definitely uh, look at going to is going to be the Ptolemy Peak Fire Lookout. And that's going to sit, you know, back in the woods. And it's next to a little lake, but not too far. I mean, as the crow flies, you're probably looking at, 
a mile hike. Um, there are some trails that go back in there. You know, probably a little bit, probably two miles. So it's not bad. I've never fished back there. I don't know if you can. I know there's some camping back there. It's a good day camp, or excuse me, it's a good day hike. A good, just a good hike overall. Overall, Mount Rainier is one of the most beautifulest national parks we have in the United States. You know, I, I've been there, I was stationed in Washington for two years, and I, I guarantee you I probably spent almost three quarters of my weekends that I have off, or any time I had off in that area. Not necessarily, I did I probably spent more time over at that trail, over there, that Fairfax Bridge, and along that river, there's some beautiful places for repelling. That's where I used to teach my friends to repel. But once you get back in the Mount Rainier, I mean, you're going to see an abundance of wildlife. You know, I've never personally seen a bear, but I've heard there's bear. I've seen there's some elk and moose back there. Obviously, there's a, a shitload of deer. You're going to see that. Um, depending on when you go, you see traffic. Um, the trail from the Rangers, from the entrance to Paradise, it's going to be a two-lane road. Uh, excuse me, a one-lane road. And there are a few places for passing. So I would be very wary when you go. I would definitely recommend go early in the morning because, well, depending on what time of year, too. Um, me, I'm not afraid of the cold, so I go in the morning when it can be a little chillier up there. I know I've been camping at Cougar Pass where the temperatures have got pretty chilly in the morning and the evening. And so... I want to say the entrance fee to get in that park is by the car load, unless, of course, you have um, an annual pass. If you're disabled vet or any military, you get free passes. Occasionally, they do offer free public entrance fees paid for. Um, I also want to say that the, the road from when you, you're going to get off, you're going to go through Puyallup on Highway 161. And Highway 161 is going to take you through a little city called Graham. It's going to take you past the Northwest Trek Wildlife Park. You're going to go through Eatonville, La Grande. Once you get to New Resilience, Reliance, excuse me, there's a huge reservoir there. And it's nothing bad. It's an elder lake. And I want to say this is a man-made lake because if, if I have recalls me correctly, you can still see stumps in there when the water's low. You're going to go through Elbe. There's a nice little um, couple of tour stops there. I usually stop there at a gas station for my drinks and stuff. Continue on that road. You're going to see lots of homes. The next city I think you're going to come to, well, National, you're going to come through Ashford. Once you get through Ashford, um, yeah, you're going to get into the Nisqually Entrance Historic District, and that's going to be the main entrance right there to Mount Rainier. A lot of bed and breakfast is right outside of Mount Rainier. I mean, I'm looking at Google Maps, and I already see five without even zooming in too close. So plenty of the places to stay at. And I'm sure if you're an Airbnb person, you could find all kinds of homes up to the rent. I like Mount Rainier because it's like I said, it's peaceful, tranquil, quiet, all the same. Uh, depending on the time of year, the weather can be just fabulous, or it can be a little chilly for you, depending on your likes. But if you're heading out to Washington, Mount Rainier is definitely a place to stop and see. I would definitely add it to my bucket list. Um, I would, I would not, not do it. I mean, if I had to choose between 
something else in Mount Rainier. Uh, Mount Rainier is going to be a like I said earlier, it's probably a day day trip, so you can pack a great lunch. They got a, I believe they have a restaurant up there. I haven't, no recall. But you can stop at any of the little towns too, and they got nice little you know mom and pops restaurants. But uh, so yeah, Mount Rainier definitely on the list to do. Um, if you're more adventurous and you have the time and the inclination, and the pocketbook. Um, Climbing Mount Rainier is also something I would highly recommend. At 14,410 feet at the Columbia Summit, um, what's known as Point Success, you can look out over the horizon. You can see the entire Nisqually Valley. On a clear day, you can see Seattle. Um, on a clear day from Seattle, you can see Mount Rainier. So it's definitely worth doing. It takes about five days to climb. That's something else I could go into on a different show. But I don't want to bring that one in now. <clears throat> Got a little bit of a cough going on here. <laughs> I think it's the uh, allergies in the air here in Texas. But uh, yeah, Mount Rainier, I mean, I would go through the... I too, I've taken my friends, my wife, my kids. You know, we've all been up there and they all love it. And if you've never seen snow before, I mean, I've taken people from Florida who've never been in snow. There are actually a couple places up there that you could find that you can, you know, make a homemade sled and slide down these hills. That one little place that I told you about that has a 700-foot cliff, there's actually like a, a run, and it's probably longer than 700 feet gradual. You walk up to the top, and there's always snow, and you can pretty much sled right back down to the parking lot matter of fact i took one guy up there and he sled down on a i want to say a beer box and skidded across the parking lot across the road into the little valley and there was snow there and kept going and ended up getting wet in a little stream on the other side um it was pretty comical i guess you had to be there to see it but yeah mount rainier is on my list to be on your list so I hope this was helpful, and I hope you, uh, when you go there, enjoy it. And if you're listening to this, please you know, like us. And until um, next time, I think next time we're going to talk a little bit about the Olympic National Forest, another one of my favorite hiking spots. All right, until then, hike on.